Welcome to another Tuesday, everyone. And it's really exciting for me today because I'm talking to Casey. Now, Casey came onto the show in episode 15. I had to look it up. Um, that was back in, I think, June time it came out, yeah. something like that. Um, but she's come back all the way from Missouri. We've tried, tried to organize the time difference as to when's a good time to record. But thank you for agreeing to come back on, Casey. It's great to have you oh, here. Thank you so much for having me back. No, of course. Um, your episode was really popular. And um, I think a lot of people could relate to your story because the thing I liked about that story was that when you came on, you talked about your fibromyalgia and you talked about, in a very honest way, this way of life and, and how none of us are perfect. None of us have got all the answers. There's ups, there are downs. It's just the way that things are sometimes. And right. unlike, you know, the, the perfect Instagram accounts you sometimes see, I think you're you're a real person. We can relate to that because we're all the same in that way. Well, I thank you. I'm very far from perfect, so <laughs> just like the rest of us, just yeah. so honest <laughs> no. about it. Eh? Um, so the last six months since we did that recording, I think in March originally, um, mm. you've had a hell of a time. I mean, that of course was pre the COVID pandemic. Uh, you've had some okay. personal ups and downs, some really good news, some not so good news. Um, I, I thought, you know, if you wouldn't mind, would you mind just telling us a bit about what's been happening with you? So firstly, the fibromyalgia, what's happened there? Well, um, I guess middle of August, I went back strict keto. I mean, you know, 20 carbs less, all that. And the fibro has been wonderful. I haven't had any flare ups. I haven't had any leg pain. That's usually where it happens with my legs. Yeah. And I, since doing that, keeping track of what I eat, the amount of sugar I, I take in, it's been, it's been great. I really, I'm really happy with it. And how quick was it back under control from when you went that street, street keto again? Probably, probably about two weeks, actually. Right. You know, it, it kind of took a little bit gradual. Um, but once it was in motion, the key, the, the keto and, you know, I was getting everything out of my body. It's, it, it took about two weeks, but it's been, it was, it's, it's worth it. Great. So what was it like before the, the strict keto again, you had a flare up, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, I would have a flare up a couple of times a month, at least once a month, but sometimes, and I don't know if anybody has fibro, but it's, it's horrible. And I don't wish it on anybody, but, um, it's a nerve thing. So you have overactive nerves. My legs hurt. It, it, it takes all you have to walk to another room, to brush your teeth, to take a shower, anything that it takes for a muscle, it 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 hurts. So every so, second of the day you, you're aware of it then? Because you must yes, be oh, you're yeah. always doing something, aren't you? So you must yeah. you must know. And lately I've been feeling good. I, I don't hurt at all. But before when I was when I ate junk. I would, I would always hurt. Some days would be worse, but there was always a constant pain. And I haven't had that in about a month. It's been, it's been really good. Great. Great. And what about your eyes? Because we're friends on Facebook and I saw you posted some things about this. Um, I don't know if you want to tell us a bit about what happened. Well, um, actually it's about a year ago. I started, my left eye started getting really uh, blurry. I was just like sensitive to light at the time. I couldn't go into lit rooms. I couldn't see. It was just getting blurry and blurry. I kind of, kind of worried me. Well, eventually I went to, um, an eye specialist and they did some tests and whatever they do. And they found out that I have an ulcer 
on my cornea, right in the middle of my left eye where I can't see anything, but it was due to the fibro, the nerves in my eyes messed up and I lost vision. Now that was permanent, even though I did change how I eat that, that is permanent. Um, But the fibro caused that. So. Wow. And then this, this summer it got worse though, didn't it? Is that right? Yeah. Well, if I, if I cover my right, I can see, I can see light, uh, but I can't read words. And it got to the point where I could, I couldn't drive. I couldn't, I couldn't see, I couldn't make a shape out. I couldn't tell if anything was in front of me. Um, wow. they, did, they did give me some medicine, which did help with, um, like I can see your face now when I do this, <laughs> but it's still, it's still that's impressive. Cause I'm in Britain and you're in America. So that's a long that's way right, to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's better. My vision. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, so I hope that the, the keto carries on helping in some ways. And, um, uh, well, if you don't mind me asking in America, uh, how does it work with medical care? Because, you know, something like that operation, I, mean, I don't know where to start. I mean, in this country, you get put on a waiting list. It's not perfect here by any means, but eventually you'll get an operation paid for by the state. But you mm. you don't get that at all. So what's going <laughs> no, to happen no. in the States then for this? Uh, well, I went to my family doctor who uh, referred to me to a regular eye doctor. Um, right. You know, that was no big deal. I got in, you pay. I don't know if you have co-pays there, but co-pays here, which you pay in order to see the doctor. You pay that. Um, but it was kind of out of his, he's not a surgeon. He was just an eye doctor. So he referred me to a specialist, which, and then, you know, it, it costs more because they're a specialist. Right. Um, it, just a little bit more. I, I would have to be on a, a cornea transplant list. Right. And, and I would have to pay right now. I don't have any, any insurance. So it would okay. all come out of my, it would all come out of my pocket. We haven't, I haven't got that far. I don't know how much it would cost, but I'm assuming thousands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I would have to wait. I would have to wait uh, on the list and then pay for that myself. So what about like your husband? Does he have insurance through his job or something? Does that how he, these things work? Yeah. He, my husband does have insurance. Um, it, he gets it paid for for him. Now he's got great insurance through his work. It pays for everything when he goes to a hospital. There's no copays, nothing. But to add me on, it would cost an arm and a leg. It would co- it's, it, right. it costs too much for him to even add me onto his. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. So you have to pay the extra to do right. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that's what we used to have in this country. When national insurance was first invented about a hundred years ago, it was a case that the worker would get the insurance to get the payment for the healthcare, but the family wouldn't. So the children and the wife quite often as it was after the men working back then, uh, so the, the rest of the family got nothing. And, uh, that's, that's really harsh, isn't it? It is. Um, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're kind of hoping, oh, I hope he gets something and not me, just because at least he gets health care. Um, not saying you do think that. <laughs> well, just, like, don't no. tell him. just don't tell him anyway. Okay. So what else has been happening then since last we spoke in March? Oh, goodness. Well, I moved in. Our house is finished. I am in the new house now. I've been here since um, August 19th. Great. We see here. Oh, we got a new dog. Yeah. I was going to say, you've had a new family member. Jocko, is yeah. it? Jocko, yes, yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's he's oh, he's adorable. I couldn't I couldn't love a dog anymore. And if anyone here knows how to get wax off a dog, then please let <laughs> us know because he had a little wax accident today, was it? Yeah, we have one of those wax warmers, one of those wax burners, and he scooted his way under the table where it was at, knocked it off. Um, he was not hurt. He did not get burned. 
but he has some really good smelling wax in his fur. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get that out. But not too quick. At least it smells good. It does smell very nice. <laughs> For a while anyway. So we're recording this now on the 11th of October on Sunday, and this is going out on Tuesday. So we are prime election right now in the States, mm-hmm. which this is one of the reasons I'm talking to you, because I think, you know, I love politics and I've been following the debates well, the car crash, the first car one. Crash, there you go. Yeah. Um, what's it like in the states right now? I mean, like, is there a lot of excitement about the election? Uh, uh, you know, are people putting up signs and boards outside the homes that we do in this country? Oh my gosh, it, excitement! I don't think is the right word. I mean, it's just pure carnage, chaos. Oh really? Wow. It, yeah, it's um, it, it's here in America. I don't know. It, it's either one. You're either one side. Or the other, you cannot be middle of the road, which I think is ridiculous. I I kind of feel like we've gone that way since Brexit happened. Actually, like you know, I, I'm not saying that. I mean, there's more parties in this country than are in the states. However, mm-hmm. there's generally the two main parties, Labour and yeah. Conservative, and of course you've got Liberal Democrat, you've got Green, you've got UKIP, you've got Brexit Party, all these little parties. But generally, most people are those two big parties. However, I think when Brexit happened in this country, everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people became quite polarised between either the extreme one side loving Europe or the extreme, the other side really against Europe. And I was kind of like uh, towards the Europe side, but not that strong. And now I feel like we've all got to be really strong on that side or you've got to be the opposite. That's exactly right. If if you're not, if you have one, it feels like here, I can't speak for everybody, but it feels like if you have, say, say you're on the left, you're a liberal and you have one thought that would be, you know, conservative. Yeah, you can no longer. Well, you're considered conservative now. You're no longer, you know. You and believe me, I guess the conservatives would see you as completely liberal as at the same time, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not anywhere, but it's it's crazy. And I, you know, I my husband like, I feel like I'm middle of the road. I don't like talking about my politics. I don't want to alienate friends. I don't want to hurt family members. You know, I just yeah. politics, religion, the two things you just try to avoid. Yeah. I guess it's safe. Yeah. But, me and my husband, a lot of times we have differing opinions and, um, and I, I mean, I love him to death, but you know, it just, it just feels like sometimes, and I'm, I'm sure for him too, that we, we butt heads a lot because of it. you like, you know, why can't we just agree to disagree? But then you, you want to be right. He wants to be right. The politics want to be right. And yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I just kind of hope that after this election, whoever wins, that things kind of settle a little bit and, you know, maybe that, maybe, hopefully this is just an election thing and then hopefully there's a way you can get the country united again. Who knows? Um, you know, and I, I, and this, I don't mean this to sound bad. So when it comes out, don't be like, oh my gosh. But I thought the uh, coronavirus, like the pandemic would kind of unite people. Yeah. Um, a common yeah, yeah. adversary. Like, yeah. Oh, let's help. But even on that, people are, you got the mask. Well, I don't want to wear a mask. Don't tell me what to do. And then yeah. you got people, please. Yeah. So it's just, it's not going, it's just not going very well. That's sad. It really is. But um, yeah. hopefully it'll work out, you know, like I say. So d- just one final thing then. So we've talked about the keto and everything, but you've also had some sad news, right? And I don't reflect on this too much, but your your, your father passed away, right? He did April 9th. Um, right. It was, yeah, it was sudden. Um, I, you know, there's not a day goes by that I don't think of him, but uh, he, it was, he was, he had been sick and, and the doctors couldn't tell us why nobody knew why there was tests and tests and tests and tests. Um, and he passed away. 
I still don't know why. We still don't know why he was sick. I mean, we know how he passed away, but we don't know the big cause up to that. So, but yeah, and, and because of that, um, I did move in with my mom. So me and my husband yeah. and my son, we live with my mom now and kind of help. I mean, she can take care of herself, but, you know, I just feel good knowing that I'm here. She needs anything. She needs a yard mode. My husband's here. You know, my son's here. We can do, we can do stuff for her again because we yeah. love her. She's my mom. Exactly. And you know what I love is that it doesn't matter if you're in the States, in Europe, in any part of the world, we're all the same that way, aren't we? Like, yeah. you know, you want to pull together in hard times, you want to look after each other. And, you know, that sort of heartbreak, it, it, it's, it stays with you forever. But the fact you've got each other is really special, isn't it? And I'm really sorry to hear that, Casey. I wish you and your family all the very best, you know, over the next few years and everything. And, and hopefully get some answers too, because that must be particularly difficult when you don't know. It was. And we actually talk about that quite often. Why? You know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, you do want an answer, don't you? Because that's almost like part of the process of knowing that you can say goodbye closure. properly and closure. Exactly. And it's still very raw right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, Casey. And I, But I really want, you know, on a positive note that you that you get this operation and that everything works out OK. And um, yeah, like keep in touch over the next few years, because I hope that you get the the health you need and that you rise better again. Well, thank you. Um, I, I didn't mean to say since I started Baxter Keo, uh, I think it was August 19th. I'm down 20 pounds since then. So that's another plus. There you go. Superb. Yeah. So I'm would you really mind happy. just sharing what sort of things do you eat in a day then? So what what's okay. your diet like now? Um, I eat a lot of uh, tuna or chicken. I love tuna and chicken. It's, yeah. I eat that all day. <laughs> um, I don't, I'm normally a one meal a day kind of person. Yeah. Um, so I don't really eat, I have coffee. I'm obsessed with coffee. I got to have my coffee in the morning, but, um, then at night is when we have the big meal. Um, like tonight we're having, um, chicken skewer, like chicken kebabs. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. On the, and, um, with, with some grilled vegetables and that's, that's, we always go big at night because, you know, I don't eat during the day. My husband's at work. So that's kind of our time. Great. It's a communal time as well, right? You you come together and yeah. Yeah. So at the time of recording, so it's now just gone two o'clock where you are and it's eight o'clock where I am. And next door, I've got a big piece of like slow cooked lamb waiting Mm -hmm. for me to eat. It's going to be lovely. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what the weather's like in Missouri right now, but over here it's really autumnal. So, you know, the leaves have gone nice and brown. It's really getting quite cold, but I quite like that. It's kind of nice to snuggle at home and, you know. That is my absolute favorite. Like today it is hot. I don't know. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I don't know the conversion, but it's about... 80 degrees Fahrenheit here. I think that's quite high because they say 90 is on a very hot day, don't they? It so is. 80 it, must it be is, pretty high. It is what my, our air conditioner is on in the house. That's why I'm, I'm wearing sleeveless. It, it's warm okay. outside. Okay. Right. I'm just going to look this up. Um, hang on. Right, 80 degrees Fahrenheit uh, in Celsius is 26.6. That's a really lovely day then. Wow. It's, I'm very envious. So you have not, you have hot weather. Wow. <laughs> I love the fall though. I wish it was, I wish it was cooler, but. Oh, I've got a little fact actually. That reminds me, I was thinking about this earlier on today when I knew I was talking to you. You know that in Britain, well, you might not know this, we call, by the way, right now uh, it's five degrees where I am. So (laughs) a bit of a difference, five degrees centigrade and you're 26 degrees centigrade. So it's like five degrees is like five degrees above freezing, which is zero. Mm -hmm. So I don't realize Fahrenheit. Yeah. So it's pretty chilly here right now. Um, did you know that apparently the word fall used to be used in Britain as well? So spring, because it's when the leaves spring out of the tree and fall when they drop from the tree. 
And we used to call it that. And then we changed it to autumn later. So actually the word fall, which you say for this time of year, we yeah. say autumn, but actually we've got a new word. You've got the original English word. We've just yeah. changed. So well, there you go. Yeah, well, fall, fall. Okay, well, it's, it's logical, now. right? It's logical, exactly. So you're yeah. much more logical than we are. We've just gone for autumn, which I think comes from French. Does that well, sounds so nice? That's lovely. Autumn. Well, I think fall sounds nice. But anyway, Casey, <laughs> it's been wonderful catching up with you again. And yeah, like I said, I wish you all the very best. And please come back on and share how things are going. And Absolutely. it'd be great to hear when your eye is like, you know, been uh, repaired and everything's back to normal again for you. And I wish your lovely family all the best as well. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been nice to catch up. Yeah, it's been cool. All right. Take care then. Bye now. Bye.